0: Welcome to The Podcrastinators, bringing you a mixture of comedy, social, and political commentary from New Zealand and around the globe. In other words, the show that's meant to make sense of everything, but quite often doesn't. Hello, I'm Darren Lees, a globally experienced businessman, politically to the right, stand-up comedian, comedy writer, and of course, podcast presenter.
1: And I'm Matt Danaher, I'm an amateur writer, traveller, podcaster, and Instagram influencer and professional union organiser and socialist who likes to be optimistic about the future. Welcome to episode 19.5 of The Procrastinators. And tonight we're very much delighted to welcome two guests, who I will allow to introduce themselves. But um, I will point out that Matt has to introduce himself by the name he's got on his Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) My first one or this one i got currently? Either. You be the you be the judge.
2: <laughs> so, hello, my name's OnlyFans slash RealBigCoom slash SnakeAids.
0: <laughs> I always had a fear of bringing him on the show for a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Am I your first repeat guest?
1: Yes, yes you're the first guest. You're the first. You're, you're the both. second. Oh, no. You yes, we've had... had- uh, our favourite ACT candidate, our favourite Ian Ireland. Parliamentary candidate, and Ian Ireland's been on twice, that's right, our favourite New Zealand First supporter. Uh, <laughs> so we're seen- all about the, the, the right-wing politics on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I,
2: I, I do love that Like this is a special episode, but we're, like, we're not good enough for your 20th episode, we're like
3: 19 <laughs> and
0: a half. <laughs> yeah, we're 19 and a half. Uh, we we're, well, were kind of hanging out with the young hipsters, that's why we kind of went 19 and a half
1: Well, we basically we, we, uh, realised that the last episode, we can never meet episode 20 So next episode will be 19.51 <laughs> um, Anyway, we do have someone else on the show uh, tonight, who I will allow to introduce himself
3: Yeah, hi, uh, I'm Craig Westenberg. I am uh, subscribed to Real Big Coombs Onlyfans And you all should be too
1: And Craig, I understand that what particularly drew you to Royal Big Coombs OnlyFans is his scat picks, is that right? Yeah,
3: he started sending them to me sporadically throughout the week, and I just thought, you know, this is great content, I really want to pay for it, so I just started giving him money.
1: Cool, shake that tip jar. And as ever, um, I am joined, um, we've already introduced ourselves in the pre-recorded bit, but Darren, um, have you thought about using OnlyFans to make money from your shit pics?
0: Um, To be honest, my shit pics on Facebook are pretty famous and they don't make any money. So I'm probably going to have to go down the OnlyFans, Big Coom fans page. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Look, you and Craig have made a lot of joint shots, I've noticed.
1: Two guys, one...
0: Two cooms, one cup,
1: yeah. 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 Dear. yeah, um, I might have
0: have some... I know, <laughs> I'm going
1: have to do some editing before Matt's grand listens to this.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: um, so, uh, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. It's been a long day. Darren, do you want to kick us off with the news stories or whatever?
0: Absolutely, no. Well, I thought it'd be good actually. Um, why not do that? Let's talk about some new stories that we've found. And, um, my new story I'll kick off with is, um, A story about a a heron that thought it was incredibly clever by going into the water and deciding to eat an eel. And whilst flying away, having digested its eel, it then went alien-esque when the eel burst out of its stomach amid flight and was literally ate its way out of the heron's stomach. A nice, good, macabre way to start the show. And the great thing about the story was, is that if you didn't know anything about Alien, they actually put the footage of the film in the news story of the alien bursting out the stomach in the film.
1: Whoa, spoilers! <laughs> <What year? laughs> yeah, like,
0: yeah, that movie yeah, the, the, out the of. film's only like thirty
3: years old, man.
0: Like you guys, I didn't even know whether you guys had even seen it. That's why I was kind of like dodgy about the story in the first place. Of course, cool I've seen Alien.
3: It's a classic. It seems amazing.
0: Darren
1: is quite a bit older than the rest of us, so he tends to think everyone else (laughs) is quite a lot younger than they actually are.
0: I probably saw the original, original Aliens. The
1: 1931
0: edition. That's right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Everyone remember that with a little
0: clockwork alien on a skateboard? And um, Craig, what's your stories of the week? um
3: well i cheated a little bit because this isn't from this week it's from uh earlier in the year but i thought it was quite relevant it's my favorite news story i've seen all year but uh eddie van halen uh guitar legend rest in peace he at one point in time had a jam with limp biscuit who is quite famously the worst band ever (laughs) um and when he showed up to Fred Durst's house, he got upset because Limp Biscuit was smoking weed and Eddie isn't about that. He was just a raging alcoholic at the time, but you know, no weed. <laughs> so then the next day when he came back to pick up his gear, Fred Durst wasn't moving it out of his house quick enough. So Eddie Van Halen pulled a gun on Fred Durst's and I, I just, to me, it's the favorite, my most favorite thing I've read all year.
1: Just, you know, it's beautiful. <laughs> That does. uh, Yeah. um, Thanks for sharing that. That reminds me of a couple of um, great sort of music moments in music history. That is definitely one of them. And I hadn't heard that one before. So thanks for bringing that to our attention. But it also reminds me of the time that Suge Knight, um, legendary founder of Death Row Records, allegedly helped dangled vanilla ice out of about off a balcony by his ankle or his neck, depending on who you speak to, um, making him sign up, sign a record deal.
0: If only you would have just <laughs> let him go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he saved us from a lot of terrible music. <laughs> what, you mean that rolling in my 5.0 isn't a classic? What? <laughs> to
1: be fair, has anyone actually remember any of Vanilla Ice's Death Row records? Because I don't.
0: So No, I can't imagine Ice Ice Baby was on, on Death Row. No, that was prior, I think. I definitely.
3: Uh, I, I didn't even realize he was on Death Row Records. I, I well, exactly? Had,
0: I thought they had more quality
3: control than that. But I, I guess.
0: <laughs> maybe for crimes to music, he was just on Death Row. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe. I, mean, I haven't seen
2: the podcast to need a head candle yet, but I'll, I'll be looking out for that. Should I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, joking yeah. aside, keep your eye out because we have got some merch in the offing at the moment.
2: A little, getting a little podcastinator shirt, a little te- a little hat, a little a little pin, perhaps.
1: I've <laughs> 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 got a nice little. We're going to have a nice little tote bag. Oh, oh wow! And a uh, a selection of t-shirts and hoodies. And uh, I think I haven't discussed with Darren yet, but I, I do wonder <laughs> whether um, we should offer t-shirts with our faces on as a as a reward to our guests. Um, and apply that retroactively as well.
2: I do. I would. I would cop that shit to be honest. Yeah, I would. If you guys yeah. were doing um, all the profits from your merch was going towards the Green Party for the twenty twenty four
3: election. It's twenty twenty three election. Fuck,
2: one of those. Ones. <laughs> no, the twenty twenty
1: four election. We'll do it for the twenty twenty four. That's fine.
3: No, we'll do it oh, for yeah, um, proceeds will
0: go to Joe Biden twenty twenty four. Then
1: yeah. <laughs> that's right or uh, for Chloe's um, local campaign happy to do that
0: no she didn't come on our show so I'm not doing shit for Chloe war yeah well um, <laughs> that, reminds me,
1: that reminds me Labour councillor Joe Bartley if you're listening to this don't forget the offer's still there come on the podcast <laughs> uh, well not only, not only Labour councillor but also
0: uh, raw finalist more importantly yeah, which apart from Craig none of us have been <laughs> Well,
3: I was South Island Rural
0: finalist, which isn't the same, so... That
2: doesn't count. That's that's like Simis in Auckland.
0: To to be honest, Craig, all you've got to do is drop the word South Island.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, accidentally. Don't forget, um, let your printers accidentally leave it off your posters.
0: (laughs) That's right. I told them, honest. I told them, (laughs) But well, we're not desperate for guests when we have to ask future guests to come on while we're interviewing current guests.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's No offence. That's um, oh, no, fine. <laughs> well, oh, God, normally we have a bit more stuff to this. Um, <laughs> um coom stories. Oh, what, coom uh,
0: Yeah, I,
1: I
2: thought we were just skipping me. Uh, a little heartbroken then. Uh, so coom, when s-
0: have I ever forgot
2: you? Uh, when you didn't pick me up from work, Dad. <laughs> I just realized you can't see me so that didn't make sense at all no, no, no. <laughs> no so basically my story was this old guy broke into this like radio station thing and he was cleaning up all the shit and he got some 50 year old LSD and was just tripping and having a great time just like everyone who listens to the podcast tonight is always having a great time <laughs>
0: We've got a fifty-year-old every episode that's tripping.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. I did take some little in before I came on, so um, you know, I am. Hitting, I am tripping. hitting
3: the hard stuff.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, no, that was a good story actually, because I can just—it's uh, so funny as well, right? Because not that I'm a regular user of LSD or anything. I'll edit this bit out. But uh, <laughs> I often have conversations. With, <laughs> often have conversations with friends about. Or you know we've had that we've had that in, that stuff in the fridge in the jar for like six months. We should probably probably take it before it loses its potency. And then uh, we have a news story that confirms actually you can just fucking leave it laying around anywhere, not even wrapped up, not even in any kind of protection, um, not in a fridge, and it still works. Or either that, or it's just a testament to how strong the stuff used to be.
0: So, have we done for new stories, or we? Uh, well, are I might, um, new?
1: I don't know. I just. I might need to cut all that bit out because maybe I shouldn't have confessed.
0: You should have done. I mean, at the end of the day, you confessed to cannabis. And I mean, you fucking voted no That's to cannabis. Right. So uh... I did vote no to cannabis, and I'm still not ashamed of that. I am mm. that guy that just somebody talked about. I, I am Eddie Van Halen, raving alcoholic that doesn't do cannabis. <laughs>
1: Exactly, and an amphetamine user as well. I'm
0: quite happy to go around putting guns to shit pop stars' heads.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what was the last pop star you put a gun to the head of?
0: Oh, man, when I was in Wellington last year, me and Eminem fell out big time.
3: Oh, not Eminem. Didn't he sue you for using a song?
0: Yeah, Eminem's not happy.
1: Yeah. Sorry, about uh-huh. what, what did you say? You were a little bit faint there.
0: Oh, I was
2: just wondering. Dinner. Uh, Darren gets sued uh, for using a song on one of the National Party ads, or
1: something. <laughs> that's right. That's why he held the gun. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It was all about that protecting.
0: Yeah, um, I'm doing doing up the yeah, I'm like, fuck you, Eminem. How dare you sue the National Party? I'm done with your bullshit.
1: I actually um, once held a gun to the head of Pitbull.
0: You don't yeah. even know who Pitbull is. Laugh at you at You don't even know who he is.
1: I vaguely remember that he's someone that I'd not heard of, but you had.
0: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Which <you> is <laughs> quite embarrassing for you, seeing as I'm old.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you've got daughters, you see,
0: who are younger than me. So, so. we ask all of our guests, Craig and OnlyFans, Matt Coon. Yeah, it was good, Bob. And you've heard of Pitbull, right? Yeah, yeah obviously.
1: Because you're in the right (laughs) age bracket, I reckon.
3: (laughs) Oh, somewhat. I mean... Isn't Darren
2: like 70 years old and he's heard of them?
1: Yeah, that's from his his grandkids. Craig, how old are you? I'm 24. Yep, there you go. Matt, how old are you again? Is it 17, 16?
2: 19.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look a day over 25, though. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's very <really> true.
3: <laughs> Were you old enough to vote this year, Coon? Yeah, of course I was.
2: Voted yes to vote. Time he lost
0: his fuck voting committee this
2: year. And that's right. And look what the fuck he did with it. Yeah, <laughs> voted green and Labour
0: just a just it up. Good vote. man, good man. That's what we like to hear. I reckon everybody saw on Facebook what I voted and just went, fuck that old guy. And then just I, voted I, I, for everything completely the opposite. Well, to be fear, fair, Darren, no matter
2: what you posted, I was not going to vote new Conservatives like you did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Were you not going to vote Advanced New Zealand, no? Oh, I'm not, my God. Not over no. the age of 60. Well, fuck you guys and your freedom marches. That's what I was I did saying. wonder whether we should
1: discuss, but we'd probably have to edit it all out. Um, and Craig one might not be aware of it about the brief infiltration of the Auckland comedy scene by a disgraced former act. I actually, term-
3: I saw that thread. Yeah, and then I That's looked the
1: up best his YouTube thing channel. I've ever seen. And uh- yes. yeah, I wish, wish I'd looked up his YouTube channel before I said to him, "Oh yeah, mate, you can come on our podcast." <laughs> <laughs> stupidly, stupidly, I fucking didn't, so then I had to post a stupid fucking statement saying that I didn't stand for any we didn't stand for anything that he would say, which is true, but I'd rather not said because it felt like a pylon to someone who's clearly got significant mental health issues.
0: I was disappointed that you spoke on both of our behalves then
1: <laughs> well, I knew Aaron was d-
0: keen <laughs> despite
1: your crusty boomer outside that you you do draw the line somewhere, so uh.
0: Yeah. And that line there var- does move inevitably with different subject matters. <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh I, I think we can both agree that uh <laughs> this guy, um this guy was a little bit far away from what we wanted to have on, um, anytime soon. Anyway. Uh I feel the need to if we had him on we'd have definitely had to get um somebody from the other end of the spectrum uh on to debate him or something. Yes. Would have been the only way to The only way to deal with that.
2: Uh, Fine, we'll Um, get Chloe on the podcast then.
1: Well, Darren is now best mates with her and he regularly comments on her Facebook posts, I've noticed. um, (laughs) and I've noticed she has taken out a restraining order. Ah, that might be (laughs) why.
0: Yeah, I've kind of had to soften my approach with Swarbrick because I have been a very, very harsh critic in the past. So after meeting her in the park, I decided it was time to soften my approach. I would never vote for her still, and I, w- and I would say that to her face, and I would never, ever vote green, ever. So um, I'm all about burning tires and global warming, so um, there's not a chance I would vote for them. But I have agreed to soften my approach against her, that's all. Didn't you give her a hug? <laughs> He's got- yeah, I-, I said, pretend I'm a tree.
1: That's, uh, yeah, that's a very <laughs> oh, disturbing, gosh. very disturbing image. Um, I felt like she
0: was traumatized afterwards. Eh? <laughs>
1: yeah. For the for the benefit of the listeners, we will. I will add a photo of Darren's encounter with Chloe to the show notes. Uh, I might even use it as the show cover picture.
2: I was going to uh, say, how can you, how can you do this on a podcast? This is
1: audio only. You just like
2: send the <laughs> ones and zeros.
1: No. So um, don't you hang on a minute? Don't you do a podcast? Nah. Are you the only person? The only white? stand up in auckland who doesn't do a podcast
2: i know it's (laughs) i'm the token white guy that doesn't have a podcast um so it's
1: a
3: selling point
1: (laughs) yeah it's probably quite a good one actually um somebody did Um, somebody did come on stage at a a open mic night the other the other day and say so the first thing you need to know about me is i don't have a podcast and I, i felt like that was quite a personal attack (laughs) Uh, yeah no it's um there's a there's probably more podcasts than our listeners anyway if you have a podcast you can put graphics and text and stuff like that in the show notes which people download with the episode and they actually do look at them and click on the links and stuff so sometimes so that's good anyway uh again i'm completely leading us astray
0: um or someone is Darren, you haven't taken your lint tonight, have you I have. You haven't taken your Ritlin tonight, I have you? Thanks, no, he he <laughs> doubled up long, on it tonight. It's been a very long day. guess um, he has doubled up on it. But I guess we're here to talk to Craig and yes. Matt, otherwise known as Matt Cooman, friends, about their co- friends. upcoming show in Christchurch next week. Oh, Tell yeah. us about it, guys. I'll oh, take it away, Craig. Oh,
3: you? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, Cooman friends is. Uh, we see two powerhouses of New Zealand comedy, me from Christchurch and Matt Coombe from Auckland coming together for one action-packed hour of stand-up jokes. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a great time. And uh, we're really excited about it. It's, um, you know, we're just going to be doing extended sets. I think this is the first time uh, Matt Coombe's doing a longer set. Am I right, Matt? That
2: is incorrect, but uh, <laughs> we're okay, talking about right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's this isn't the first time Matt Coover has done a longer set, but um, you know, we're just yeah, we're just doing a. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun show.
1: Nobody saw the other one, so is might I as well. I do like be that word fun.
2: powerhouse. Uh, what was that? I do like I do quite like the uh,
3: the use of the term powerhouse. Yeah, man, you got to sell that You got to sell the show. You got to
0: use those buzzwords. What. What would actually be useful is if you told everyone where the show was and what time and what date. Mm. Base Correct, Academy, yes. 8 p.m. 29th. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. No, it's, no, It's
3: at Little Andromeda.
0: Fuck. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> PM, Friday, 27th of November. Uh, tickets are on sale now. They're only $10. It's so cheap, honestly. Like, you'll be losing money if you don't come to the show, um, which is great as well. Little Andromeda, it's one of the best venues uh, i'm gonna say in the country like it's it's so good it's a really nice venue on the terrace as well even when the Christchurch like the terrace is like the place people go on like a friday and saturday night so it's a really sick venue
0: yeah also like, and the reason a- that no one has ever seen matt coombs extended show is because he told them when it was and it was the wrong date <laughs> yeah, I-, I sent them to space academy
3: <laughs> yeah, uh yeah don't go to space academy well actually if you don't
1: want to see the show go to space <laughs> academy is there a place called Space Academy in
3: Christchurch? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's where the show was originally going to be. Right. Um, yeah, before uh, the comedy carnival, which the show was a part of, got cancelled. So we had to kind of quickly
0: change venue last minute. But, uh, you know. Yeah. And so how did you guys get together, come together? Where do you guys know each other from? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a funny story because uh <laughs> I think originally
2: me and Craig met once at a classic gig, and then he went back down to Christchurch. And then uh, the head of Christchurch Comedy uh, commented that Craig came up. For some reason, I thought me and Craig were much closer than we were. I was like, I 100% <laughs> vouch for Craig, put him on every lineup.
3: Well, hold on. We also uh, became friends over over lockdown. A friend of our Sheen Man's cell every day had like a Zoom meeting for comedians to come in and just hang out. And I remember because Matt Coombe used to join while he was at work. And he'd put his phone (laughs) in his trolley and walk us around the warehouse. But yeah, I met Matt Coombe backstage at the Classic. He was there with his grandmother. And I remember meeting his grandma and seeing his grandma on stage doing comedy. And I thought, wow, I really have to do a show with his grandma someday. Uh, but unfortunately she wasn't available. So I ended up having to yeah. talk with Matt. Kerim. Uh, <laughs> That's a common story. Actually.
1: That's a very common story. Yeah, yeah To be honest with you.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then I went back up to Auckland in August and Matt Kerim was like, Oh dude, just, just stay at my house. And I'll put you on every lineup ever. So I remember he picked me up from in town and I'm like, I think this is only the second time I've ever seen you in person. Yeah, <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Just living in this house for like five days. <coughs> so, the photos that you guys did, are they photoshopped? Uh, no. So, we, I, I went to an actual photographer, I think <laughs> Kate Little. Um, she has a studio in Birkenhead. She's really good. She usually shoots weddings. So, that's why a lot of the photos are quite romantic uh, because, you know, she's trained to do that. And we're like, They're lovely. Uh,
0: yeah. They're lovely photos. Oh, thank you. I Appreciate it. Yeah, I remember seeing them for the first time when M. Coom was showing them to me. I, I thought they were outstanding. Stella jumper collection as well. By the way,
3: yeah, it's funny because the whole point of the poster was it's meant to be a reference to Step Brothers. And every single person I've shown it to, they're like, "Why are you wearing a David Bain jersey?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it was a reference to awkward family photos.
3: Yeah, which is what the Step Brothers poster is. Uh, that's true, to. yeah. There's layers upon layers. Wow,
1: that's
0: meta. That is
1: meta. That is mine.
3: Yeah, oh, it's a very, very smart poster with very smart <laughs> comedians.
0: Good. That's, that's what cool. I like there. David Bain reference and going back to putting guns to people's heads. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. He was acquitted. Allegedly. Who not read the news, he has no idea about that. Yeah,
2: that happened before <laughs> I was born, probably. Yeah, I've no idea. Yeah. I've no idea what you're on
1: about either. <laughs> 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 I hear the oh, name. He of,
0: and Craig the whenever, so. <laughs> whenever I hear
1: anyone say David Bain, I think they're saying David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know he's a bit fucking mad, but has he really? Did he lose it that much? I don't know. You yeah, know, Did you see
2: my next uh, trick? Is I'll make all my family disappear. It's a pretty <laughs> That's
0: classic. Um, Oh dear! Anyway, Coo, quick question: How's your yeah. grandma? What's what's happening with Grandma Coo?
2: Oh, Grandma Coo, after unfortunately being knocked out in the semi-finals, uh, she, she's taking a little break until I convinced her to come back, come back to comedy. Uh, and then now with like the I don't know why she's she's taking another little break, uh, which is good because I'm stealing all the jokes she writes, so I might actually make a chance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might make it somewhere in comedy. <laughs> Do you reckon the jokes about being seventy-two year olds are going to resonate with other people when you <laughs> tell them?
2: Oh, I, I do think so. When I'm like, oh yeah, so the other day I was looking for a possible male suitor in my hip, <laughs> and I busted her <laughs> <a> hip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will go down well. That will go down well in Christchurch, I reckon. So, um, in terms of your, obviously, you're both, so Craig, um, it's not your first time, you you hinted it's not your first time doing longer material, Um, Coom obviously it is, what's it like putting, so are you doing 25 minutes each, or half an hour each, or something, or or what?
3: Um, Yeah, so we're doing 25 minutes each, with a six minute opener at the top, um, which, you know, that's the Friends, because so many people have been like, it's called Coom and Friends, but there's one friend, and I'm like... Well, there's going to be an opener, but all sorts of reference to the South Park episode, Ken Friends. But um, yeah, so I mean, I've done... I think the longest set I've ever done, I think it's about 40 minutes. So it's kind of, um, it's a lot different to doing open mics because it's sort of like, you really have to think about it. And it's like, I, mm-hmm. I usually don't have set lists when I do like, you know, up to 10 minutes, but with like a 30 minutes see yeah, I kind of have like notes all over the floor and stuff. And it's kind of, it's interesting because when you, when you're doing like sets, you don't realize it, but it's like, if you do this joke with that joke, it's like they kind of contradict each other. So you have to put a little bit more thought into how you order it and everything. And, um, put it this way if if you're bombing it's it's a long ass 30 minutes but (laughs) if you if you're doing good then you know the time flies by and it's great because you don't have to get off stage but yeah it's it's, um you know yeah
1: yeah so coom um how are you uh are you looking forward to doing your longer longer
2: no i'm shitting (laughs) myself eh?
1: (laughs) kind of what i thought you might say
2: (laughs) and uh i've got no friends down in christchurch and uh, I feel like Christchurch and Auckland are very different places. Like, Auckland, very developed. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Christchurch. I'm pretty sure it's just like Hamilton too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, yeah. Like, yeah, that's a Shit all over the city before you get here. That's how you know, that I love you. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're going to be tweeting this all over and promoting it all over Christchurch. <laughs> yeah, Christchurch is oh. just like,
2: no, because think about it there's no such thing as bad publicity so if we get a flash mob and we charge them to throw tomatoes at me i reckon we'll be sorted mate
1: that's right actually if we can so, get uh, you in stuff if we can get you in the christchurch press or whatever it's called is it the christchurch press yeah we we should get we could get probably get a little story in there about you slugging off christchurch <laughs> Before you even turn
3: <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, when Jimmy Carr slagged off them made national news and people were up in arms about it. That's what everyone. I was thinking
1: of. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, he was slagging off crisis.
1: He was kind of taking the piss out of crisis at the same time.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: That was the thing. Keep, wasn't it?
3: keep, t- keep taking the piss. Let's get that media coverage.
1: Yeah. <laughs> have, you any, have you got any? Are you going to try any earthquake jokes?
3: Uh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> rise,
1: rise. Yeah.
2: I just never experienced one, so I don't know what's funny about them. Like, I don't know, you, you like, joke about what you know, right? So, like, I
0: yeah. guess I
2: could just write about having a massive penis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I was going to say that's not what your gran told me, but, um... <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that she can't be... see.
1: She
2: that thinks I have three penises. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, his brand's actually a little bit a part of the show because the ties we're wearing in the promo photos, we, we didn't know how to tie them ourselves, so we needed Grandma Kim to tie our ties for us.
1: Well, I'll tell you every sympathy. I've it's been I haven't worn it to tie since I came here four years ago.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: So, I to wear them every
3: day in high school, and it's just, just I've just repressed that memory. I don't know what yeah, I've replaced
2: I replaced it to, with. Probably. I used to, to wear a time. lot of
1: ties, and no more. New Zealand doesn't do ties, which is great.
2: Oh no, we still do ties. It's just for, like, weddings. Like, that's the only time New Zealanders wear ties. I had to wear one two weeks ago. What you do two weeks ago?
0: I, uh, I went to an awards dinner. And uh, we, were, we were nominated uh, in two categories. And uh, I had to wear a tie for that. And then, consequently, four days after the awards dinner, I had to go for a COVID test. So you can imagine everyone at the awards dinner was getting pretty nervous. <laughs> Luckily, so
1: you, you, um, that's um, yes, that's right. That's why you weren't that upset about not getting to the raw final, wasn't it? Because at least you had that other award dinner to go to, and right. <laughs> that made up made up for it.
0: Yeah, to be fair, I lost it. I lost interest at raw when I found out that we we're getting nominated in the other one. <laughs> that's my excuse too, because <laughs> I
2: was part of an award-winning podcast. I was like, who needs it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like my comedy. My comedy page has only got 160 followers. The podcast one's got 340. Fuck, who needs comedy?
2: (laughs) Burns every remaining bridge he has in Auckland comedy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, 2020 has obviously been a pretty challenging year for comedy and performers. How have you guys gone, Craig? Where have you gone with like the whole, obviously? Christchurch has been locked down a little less than Auckland, but has it really kind of knocked you off your stride this year?
3: Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, because I did a lot of comedy last year. Like, I record all of my sets at the end of the year, I counted them up, and I did stand-up, I think it was like 190 times. Um, whereas this, yeah, whereas this year, you know, it's kind of like we're hitting that stride, and then like lockdown sort of happened. Like, pre-lockdown, I did show, I, I had done Auckland Fringe, Wellington Fringe, and... Um, I'd done the classic as well. I was sort of doing shows outside of Christchurch for the first time and, and you know, and, and then lockdown happened. It was just this massive bummer um, because it was kind of like, it was really hard to sort of, I guess, be creative and sort of focus on writing comedy during lockdown. Cause it was like, there's no gigs. So it was like, you know, fuck it, what's the point. And then after the lockdown ended, um, it was kind of like this boom in audiences. So it was kind of, it was good. I could I ended up gigging about three or four times a week and it was sort of like, you know, I kind of got back into that flow a little bit. Um, And I've spent a lot of time traveling to and from Auckland this year as well. So I've I've got to perform in a lot of places around. So, I mean, I I haven't been able to do it as much as last year, but I've been able to do it in a whole bunch of other places. So, I mean, in a weird way, it's kind of like, I don't think it's affected me too much. Um, But, you know, I mean, it's, it's still been a massive bummer. Overall, I, th- I think purely as well because like borders closing a lot of our audiences, especially uh gigs like in the city in Christchurch, a lot of them are from like hospitals and kind of like you know travelers, and like you just see audiences drying up a little bit. So, I mean, you know, it's been rough, but you know, kind of you know, I've been getting there, yeah.
0: And have you found it when you started going outside of Christchurch? Did you find that enhanced your performances, performing to different audiences, or is it just like another city, another gig type thing? Yeah, it was
3: really – well, I was really nervous first time I did Auckland because pre that, the only other city i performed in was Timaru. Um, that doesn't count. <laughs> but <I> was, <laughs> it was relieving really because I was like, are my jokes going to work in a different city or is it kind of all pitched at, like, you know, locals? But it was quite relieving because, you know, they all worked – it's just as interesting because I've, I've been on calendar girls. So every single time before I'm in a new town, I have to Google the address of the local strip club. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't visit it, but yeah. Yeah. It's um, no, it's, I think it's been a really worthwhile experience. I'm honest. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh, well, I bloody,
2: I had a heck of a year to today, actually. Uh, well, not today, 2020. It's been great to come. Uh, I found this new Facebook page. So I did a lot of zoom mics, in like America and all these other countries, a uh, personal favorite, I did a Hawaii and I'm actually on a Hawaii November showcase oh, wow. uh, t- tomorrow at 11 a.m. So well, <laughs> I guess that won't work. The 20th of November, 11 a.m. And I'm, I'm stoked about that. Honestly, I found, I would say a lot more success, but basically they just loved anything different and they're like, oh, your voice sounds so sexy. I'm like, oh, thank you. Uh, that,
0: <laughs> I will and take that's why that. you don't have a
2: picture. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, damn, he's a really sexy voice. Let's hope it matches up. And then I turn my camera on, they're like, never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could you bring your friend back? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, That's amazing. So you've been doing the kind of tour in the world from the comfort of your own uh, gamer toilet.
2: Exactly from the <laughs> from the gamer toilet. I also did them on my breaks <laughs> at work. Uh, i just been That's doing amazing. Zoom in the staff room, and it's the best thing I've ever done.
1: That's amazing. Did you have to... an audience in the staff room as well. Or?
2: Yeah, I had a uh, one other coworker who would just listen in and laugh and give me uh, one laugh from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs>
1: That's really cool. Did you tell the did you tell the people on the other end that you were in your staff room at work?
2: Yeah, it was pretty obvious when I was in my warehouse uniform. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, I'm, gonna to I'm gonna have to edit out a lot of your COVID coughs there. You need another test.
0: <clears throat> I do. I'm um, obviously it's either, either it's now either another dose of COVID or I'm just dying of old age or something like that. But uh, was there a time where, and this, this probably applies to you as well, Matt, was there a time that any of you ever felt like, oh, fuck, this is just too hard and thought about just giving it up?
2: When I agreed to do this podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just
1: thinking the same thing, yeah. Uh, That's <laughs> right.
0: Craig has the only sensible person, other sensible person on this podcast?
3: Yeah, no, I never thought about giving it up, ever. Um, I've I've always felt like um, how you sort of find a comedian is like, if they bomb and and come back, then it's kind of like, you know, they're going to end up doing well. Sort of like those people who kind of bomb once, they think, oh, you know, fuck it, this isn't for me. But it's like, whenever I have thought about quitting, it's literally lasted like three hours. And then the next morning, I'm like, I've got to go do that again. Like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever quit, if I'm honest. Like, I could be 50 and have no success, but I'd I'd still be doing the open mics every week just because I love it so much.
0: I'm feeling personally attacked with that comment. (laughs) I was just going to say, I'll tell you what, if I got
1: to 50 and I was just doing shitty open mics, um, and not even many of them, I would...
0: You you know, Yeah, that was aimed directly at you, Darren. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty personally attacked tonight. I for having (laughs) me. Well, fuck you guys. On, on a, so, Darren,
1: let's turn the same question around to you then. Have you ever felt like giving up?
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I'm probably in that phase now, to be honest. If I'm absolutely perfectly honest, um, I, I definitely won't do another gig this side of Christmas now. Um, I definitely have already decided I'm not entering Raw next year, regardless of what I do. Um, and as I sit here today, probably see myself as a less than 50 per chance, percent chance of maybe performing at all next year at the moment so i'm kind of been stuck in that kind of mode for about two months now and i thought am i going to grow out of it and i'm not growing out of it at the moment which is a bit of a concern
1: well on that bombshell let's move on uh- <laughs> right, Darren, so um, what can we... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, but I was asked. Let's form a a mutual therapy group um, for Darren, uh, temporarily. (laughs) How do we help you get out of that mood,
0: Darren? I don't know, Matt. I don't know. It's um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've just kind of gone into a pretty low point with a few things like that and gone... Yeah, I just can't see it. I, I don't know. I, I I kind of, well, probably the acid test will be Christmas. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whenever I think of something that I think's funny, you've obviously all shit canned the fact that I'm not. But uh, if I think of something that's funny, I'm still making notes in my phone and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm still doing my really shit dad joke thing on Facebook and stuff like that. And I kind of think, God, if I ever stop doing that or I ever stop making notes in my phone, that would probably be the end of it. So there's kind of the small kind of hope by kind of still making notes that I might do something. Um, There are certain people I'd really like to perform with, two of which are on this podcast. The other one I have to perform with because he's my fellow podcaster. Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, there's certain people. And and probably now if I went back to do stand-up, I'd be really particular about which venues I did as well. I just wouldn't do every venue anymore because I think you find more enjoyment out of certain venues than others. Um,
2: <laughs> certain unnamed venues. <laughs> 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 Keep it safe. <laughs> actually, I,
1: oh, see it I forget to edit this bit. I'm not just not saying anything. I don't.
0: No, fucking leave it in because it's right. You know, I most certainly did. And I tell you what, if I did come back, I would actually like to go out of Auckland as well. I kind of feel like kind of saturated the whole Auckland thing. So... You know, if Kuman Friends were on tour anywhere else later in the year, I would, I would probably come become a friend of Kuman Friends if I, if I was on the opportunity. So I, um, I think the big thing for me is if I actually start writing sets again at Christmas, because that's realistically now going to be my only option because I'm moving house next week and relocating and my daughter's coming back from Australia and all of that sort of stuff's happening between now and Christmas. Um, so if I actually start writing sets again, then there's a chance I might do it next year. If I write nothing at Christmas, it's probably a high chance I won't. But I'll be back for procrastinators season two, <laughs> whether that's alone or not. Wait, I mate, don't know.
2: Matt, you haven't told him yet. <laughs> yeah, well, I've. <laughs> yeah, this recalced. is a perfect opportunity,
1: actually, um, Darren. There's a hot new comic um, so who. the I- <laughs>
3: <laughs> fucker? Fuck you. I'm sorry about the pod
0: culminators but no no, no. <laughs> Hey Craig are you interested in starting a podcast with like a hip old man
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah I mean I have the hairline of one so why not <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right I'm going to have to remember definitely remember to
0: edit this bit Um <laughs> oh, oh If any of you guys have got any therapy for me then I'm more than I'm more than I interested in this.
1: I must admit, I'm very, ha- I'm very interested in the, the I think the Pod Podcuminators is a great name <laughs> and possibly, if nothing else, the name of this episode. Yes. Pod G-
3: Gary Dooley gave us a great name. You see, we should call ourselves the Coomover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a good name.
0: Yeah, that's I, fantastic. There's a man that works in the media.
1: There's a man, there's a man that might want to consider a career in comedy one day.
0: <laughs> Fuck, we have just destroyed the whole of the comedy okay, community. Not, you're,
1: not, you're not coming back now, Darren, sorry. Uh, <laughs> possibly <laughs> possibly mean, even, and it's not voluntary. Right, um, Were you ever there? Oh, I was, <laughs> I'll
3: tell you what, I've, I've been there. I just um, want to clarify that I love the Auckland comedy scene, and everyone, especially Gary Dooley. Uh, I, I don't associate with the views of the procrastinators. I, uh, and my own individual.
1: Well, uh, I think it's important to put a disclaimer in, actually, that even our views don't represent our views. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the views expressed on this show are not and not our, our own. <laughs> That's right.
1: Along to those eels we ate alive earlier, they're going to burst <laughs>
0: out of us, and then ate it their way out of us. That's right. Um, I am
1: interested, though, joking aside, honest, um, I am interested in, in Coombe's uh, advice for Darren. Um, Coombe is kind of the, the veteran of the Auckland comedy scene on, the, on this podcast. Um, Coombe, what would you say to Darren if he's f- thinking about chucking it in? Give it up. <laughs> That's what There's I was thinking. Say. Yeah, yeah,
2: no. Um, I don't know. I definitely get what you mean. Like, there is points where you feel like you hit a wall. And uh, you just got to continue and like smash through it. But uh, yeah, I I know, especially because you're on the scene quite a bit, but I was doing at one point full-time study, full-time work, and doing like six gigs a night. And then it got to the point where I just found zero enjoyment from it at all. But like, I didn't even make raw semis and I never will because I've used both my years up. But like, you still find success. Like I'm getting MC spots and it's just like, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. Like, obviously, the Raw is a great thing to win, but it's not the B-end, be uh, like, whatever that word is, B-end be or end all or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think there's plenty of people that have probably found, by, by doing stuff like what you guys are doing now, by touring around and stuff, you can actually create your own fan base outside of the Auckland comedy scene, and you can probably become too obsessed by what people think of you in the Auckland comedy scene. Because there's a lot of people that think they are influential or like to think they're influential. Oh,
1: That's an interesting point. Coom and Craig, um, you've been doing this a little bit longer, both of you, than us. Um, Do you think you found a fan base at all yet, or is it more just a small number of people that find you quite amusing when they see you out? Um...
3: Yeah. I don't like using the word fan base, but it's, you know, sometimes people come up to me after the show and they'll sort of talk to me about, Oh yeah, that's fantastic. And they like, how do I follow you on social media? Um, so, I mean, I, I like, there's definitely, I'd say a few people who, you know, pick up and, you know, quite like what I do, but I wouldn't say fan base, you know, they're not like coming to everything and like, you know, giving me hordes of money, but you know, maybe someday, but yeah.
0: Do you think that's easier to get in a, city like Christchurch versus a city like Auckland?
3: Um, I think it really depends. I mean, people have approached me after shows in Auckland as well. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, if you're just like approachable and and you seem, you know, and people really dig you, sometimes they'll come up and say something. I mean, it's hard to say, you know, I mean, it doesn't happen every show, but, you know, every now and then um, someone will ask how they can follow me on social media and it's quite flattering. So, you know.
1: Is this my opportunity to say I've now had three separate people who I don't know come up to me and say, oh, I've seen you a couple of times now, and I really like your stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: count that as a fan.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's a great feeling, you know. I mean, yeah. I had a gig as a zombie on Halloween, and one of the ladies there was like, oh, I've seen you do stand-up at Wonder Bar in Littleton before, and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's. Well, I actually um, you found
2: know. out my own therapist wasn't necessarily a fan but uh i did my first ever gig when i was like 15 in class comedians and then for some reason it popped up on my facebook because we're friends because we're tight like that <laughs> and um it turns out she was actually at that gig she really liked my stuff and then she tried to like follow my comedy career afterwards to which point it dropped off during high school mm-hmm. and then she came to the classic the other week and saw me and uh Came all full circle. Wow, <laughs> that's,
0: that's a solid. serious
2: fan. So there, yeah, that's my biggest fan. <laughs> In fact, she loves me so much. We see each other every Wednesday at five pm. <laughs> what a great fan!
3: Wow, <laughs> and you have to give her money as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was just trying to
1: think of how to wear
0: that one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I tell you what, he's uh, he's pretty relaxed with all those massages. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's gone very quiet now. I don't know if he's saying anything we just can't hear him.
2: Cushing or... at the moment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Possibly we're so going that. I can edit it out afterwards if you want me to. Matt, <laughs> no,
0: I think that's pretty funny, to be honest. You can leave it. <laughs> Craig, aren't you at the Wonder Bar sometime soon
3: as well? Yeah, next Thursday, I'm headlining. Finally get a headline, which is exciting. You know, Been doing that gig for like two years. It's the first time headlining it. Yes, yeah, so I'm pretty pumped about it. So Matt Coombs on the lineup as well. It's like a yeah. show. it's uh, oh, cool. a really really lovely venue. Um, I saw Ben Hurley do the hour show there. Yeah, cool, very cool venue.
1: Not that familiar with Christchurch at all actually, but I will be down there in uh, I will be down in the South Island in the beginning of January next year. And one of the shames about kind of the country closing down at that kind of time is that's when you go around travelling and that's mm. when you'd like to go and visit other comedy places and even drop in and try and do a set somewhere else and no nothing's open
3: yeah it's a real bummer yeah i mean a lot of the so, uh, at least one venue in christchurch is kind of real touch and go at the moment you know it's it's kind of like we had to close down and now they're doing like a couple of shows but it's sort of it's unclear whether or not it's going to open again next year so you know it's a bit of a shame but
1: yeah we should probably give them a shout out actually you never know um people might support it
3: uh, which oh, venue yeah. is uh it's good times comedy club 224 st of street um they have shows i think December 19th uh, and 26. And then there's one other one. I can't remember, but they, they have shows around Christmas. Um, and if they pack out, then they might be able to open again next, next year. But uh, yeah, they had to close down, unfortunately, which is why we had to move venue. Cause when they went under uh, the comedy festival, went under as well. So uh,
1: cool. Well, last time I checked the stats, we had three listens in Christchurch. So if those three and Craig, you've hopefully brought a few more along with you. So if those people listening in Christchurch, that's the Good Times Comedy Club. Find it on Facebook, uh, like it, and make sure you get to their gigs and do other things you can do to help them.
0: But well, I think okay. it's interesting, right, since the second lockdown. The first lockdown happened, and it seemed to be the comedians and audiences came out of the woodwork from everywhere, right? And the second lockdown happened certainly in Auckland. And now comedy shows are struggling to get audiences, struggling to get people on the bill. I know it's a weird time of year with kind of like um, daylight saving and Christmas coming, but I think it's been for like the last five or six weeks. It's really struggle. I don't know if that's the same down south, Craig, but certainly is a pattern that, you know, I'm not out there in the comedy community, but of course I know a lot of people that are and, um, and people are saying that it's a real struggle at the moment.
3: Yeah, I found here, it's the weekly shows that have been really struggling to kind of prolong um, audiences. Like, the Wonder Boy gig, that happens once a month, so people usually come out for it, because, you know, but, like, we have shows every Tuesday and every Friday, and those are the ones that's kind of, like, um, you know, the numbers are okay, but they're not as strong as they were uh, this time last year, unfortunately, but... um I don't know, I think it's just down to these, there's only so much interest people have in stand-up in the city, I guess, and it's kind of like if you've all been once or twice, then um, you know, it's not really something you'd kind of see every week I guess, but you know, I could be wrong. Yeah, I am,
1: I am finding, I'm starting, I don't know Kuma, I don't know what you've noticed in Auckland, but I've certainly noticed, I'm starting to recognise audience members in different venues that I go to either to perform or be in the audience and, you know, I've got an interest but i've seen everyone's jokes at the moment
2: yeah because i know certain gigs were definitely heavily reliant on uh the backpackers next door to them because and also new people coming in but like all kind of locked into the same house in like the same area so there's only so much comedy you can come and see before you, it's a bit repetitive
0: yeah i mean i've spotted like i looked on a couple of gigs where they offer multiple nights Um, like, you know, three weeks in advance, and I've looked at the list and I've gone pretty much it's the same list of people three times over, and just the same people have put their names down. The variety of comedians is starting to sort of dry up a little bit as well, which I was interested in a city like Auckland that's got hundreds and hundreds, right?
2: I mean, I'll pick up again because it's like the same thing happened last year, like everyone after Raw, rather goes on or gets really salty and quits. And I was one of those people who got salty and quitted for a bit. But um, it's also like the best time because there's so little competition and it's a really good
1: time
0: to start honing your stuff.
1: I agree. Actually, just for practice. That's it. I should put my name down for some stuff next week.
0: So you're not going to come and help me move house now? You didn't ask. I'll come and help you move house. Send me the details. Uh, I kind of, I kind of thought like we were friends that you 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 might offer, but maybe not. I don't know.
1: No, I don't offer. I don't offer stuff like
0: that. Cooman friends would help me move house if they weren't doing a fully sold out show in one of the coolest venues in the South Island.
3: Let's not get carried away here. I I don't lift boxes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's called Cooman friends, not Darren, Lee's, and friends. So who's your other... So you've obviously... Coom and friends. Who's who's your other act? You haven't named them. It's
2: a surprise. Surprise <laughs> guest. Unless, <laughs> unless, Darren... Darren, have you given us a definitive answer yet? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm probably struggling with moving house.
3: Yeah. In that case... I mean, <laughs> in that case... Um, I don't have an opener yet. I will ask someone, but um, it's probably best not to say before I do that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
0: they're going to come to the show
3: for the opener and they're like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> what the yeah. fuck?
0: Hey, what are you doing, audience member? This is like a, a free open mic spot. Come oh. on. You're like, what, oh, <laughs> Kevin Hart's not actually going to be there? What the fuck?
2: Uh, fuck? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Imagine.
1: <not laughs>
2: oh, the Invercargill mirror. Tim Shadbolt. Oh,
3: Tim yeah, Shadbolt. Tim, Tim Shadbolt. Yeah, he would definitely do it. He actually, Tim Shadbolt does like one stand-up gig a year in Christchurch. It's it's insane. He? Yeah, wow. yeah, he does. He comes up once a year. He does one stand-up gig. Very funny man. Um, hmm. you know, national treasure. It's uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna ask Tim Shadbolt, and <laughs> so come to Cummins, friends. We may or may not have Tim Shadbolt opening. <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: Well, my partner's flying down there anyway. Um, maybe I could come down if you were desperate.
0: Fuck that is desperate.
1: I'm just waiting for the pause to see how awkward it gets.
0: I thought I'd just kill that awkwardness. I, I thought I'd just kill that awkwardness. <laughs> 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 I, I feel
3: my internet's
2: cutting out.
1: To a- <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm freezing up there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's no, all right, fuck off. Oh, I don't want to go to Christchurch. Anyway, fuck it. Um I'm going down there Not in, in January.
0: Um Matt's gonna shit all over Christchurch for 30 seconds now.
1: No, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna help I'm gonna help Darren move house. Um,
0: <laughs> I've got a bad back there, Darren. That's okay. <laughs> if you can unpack a box, you don't have to move them. Guys, it's a more is there more plans for more Coombe and Friend tours, or is it see yes. how this one goes and then move forwards from there?
3: Taking um, over the world with Coombe and Friends. Well, yeah. We're going to be in Edinburgh. Um, then we're going to be in LA, New York. No, we're, we're, we've enrolled. We've signed up for Auckland Fringe. Um, potentially going to hit a couple... Other spots as well I haven't fully planned it out yet but I quite like the idea of sort of hitting like small towns outside of big cities purely because um, like, the, the amount of shows up. yeah and like they don't really get many shows so people kind of really turn up for them as well you know yeah. um, but we're just sort of we're gonna see how well this show goes first um, and then but if it goes well I definitely want to do some more but yeah Auckland Fringe yes and then to be continued for everything else but. Wellington Fringe yes the wellington would be percent. a full cool place to a <laughs> oh yeah wellington's fantastic they have a great scene
0: yeah i've been yeah, in
3: New I yeah the Power yeah. room in wellington it's a fantastic venue one of my favorites really good place yeah
0: they don't have the same amount of comedians down there but they have a pretty cool scene don't they
3: yeah it's a very cool scene i think it's probably about maybe like a quarter of the amount of comedians they have in Auckland, um, but they're all you know they're all very good. The, the
1: standards quite high in Wellington. Yeah, that's why I've been in the audience and not performed. Sadly. <laughs> um, anyway, um, to stop this getting too awkward. We've been we've been uh, chatting to each other for about an hour now, and um, is there anything else we need to talk about before we put our listeners out of their misery and Matt out of his misery as well because he's completely. Faded away now.
2: I had some Domino's delivered to me halfway through. <laughs> so just, I, I, I just been oh, slowly eating some,
3: not Domino's. Wow, Matt! I Do you know when we going to boycott Domino's because they wouldn't hire me as a delivery driver? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened to the boycott, Matt?
2: Uh, I got hungry and only had ten dollars oh, on my card.
3: Genius! Wow. Okay.
2: I mean, what, else can, you get? Next week. what else can Ooh, you insane. get for $10 except for a great time at, uh, what's the venue called again? You can get a drop <laughs> 29th of October, 8 p.m., $10 tickets. 29th of October,
3: we've missed
1: it. October, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
2: it's,
3: Matt, it's 27th of November. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong on the date and
0: the month. Mate, and it's I'm actually, so glad that you're doing the fucking promo for this gig because it'd be a <laughs> car crash otherwise.
1: Greg, if I need more information for the show notes, I'm going to come to you, not Coombe.
3: Yeah, definitely do not come to Coombe for anything.
1: No. Anyway, he's enjoying it. Sorry, Darren.
0: (laughs) I got a couple of quick questions for the guys, a couple of quick fire questions, if they wanted to, uh, if they were keen. Yeah, go on then. What are you both up to at Christmas? What's your plans, Craig?
3: Oof. Um, we usually have like a family get together every Christmas day, but I come from a really small family. So there's usually just like seven of us. Um, and then I-, I usually just end up getting really drunk. So, you know, <laughs> Merry That's Christmas. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sick. Yeah.
2: Whereas I work. Is it family? family? Oh, it's Coombe and family, except for I ditch my family every year because I work in retail, so I'm always getting that time and a half. Because you know what they say? Your family's only worth time and a half in the day in a loo. That's what whoa, I'm gonna- talking is, oh. is,
3: is the warehouse open on Christmas Day?
2: Well, someone's got to set up for the Boxing Day sales.
3: Oh. Uh, so you don't spend Christmas with the Coombs?
2: No, I, send, I send house and cry.
1: You should do though You just made me think with what you told us earlier You should definitely do a kind of Christmas special Live uh, Live from the warehouse Oh we just
2: had our Christmas uh, Conference party And uh, <laughs> I tried And do 10 minutes there was the hardest thing I've ever done So I had to try and do some Cleaner material <laughs> I didn't get far
3: You mean they, they wouldn't let you do your incest song
2: Not today
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean I did think about doing a Christmas thing Just because like Coombe is such a fantastic last name And there's that old movie called Christmas with the Cranks And I thought Christmas with the Combs is like a nice play on that Um, But in all honesty Mm. I fucking hate Christmas So I couldn't be arsed
0: with it (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a Christmas lover either to be honest Craig I'm with you on that one so what are you doing for Christmas yeah. then? Well normally we travel. We normally go overseas, but obviously that's not happening this year. So Yeah, um, same. <laughs> and I've just and I've just bought a house, so I'm definitely can't afford to go anywhere. So we're pretty much still probably getting our shit together in our house by then, to be honest with you. So So yeah, that we're gonna be sort of like housebound doing shit and probably day trips. That's probably as good as an exciting as it gets. How about you, M Danaha?
1: Uh road trip with my partner down the east coast of the North Island.
0: Nice. Yes. And then a week down in the South Island after that, after New Year as well. So nice work. (laughs) Yes. Craig, what's your what do you class as your best comedy moment? Or most embarrassing? Whichever you would like to pick. Best comedy moment?
3: Oh honestly, probably this podcast's been on fire (laughs) tonight. My most embarrassing it actually. I mean, I have a, I have a bit on this, but it didn't happen during stand-up. I used to do like a few plays because um, I was an actor before I started doing stand-up and we did one play about swingers um, and there was one point in time where I was meant to shag someone on the bed and it was kind of like, to, to stimulate you to you know i was meant to wear a g-string and so i'd see my rear end but they wouldn't see my genitals on the inside um but it turns out a male g-string is very very expensive uh so we just opted for a female one and um it turns out the female g-string is a very good at housing the male genitalia especially one which is as abnormally large as mine is uh, so, long story still. Yeah, so, you know, my cock of bulls came out on stage, which was fine, you know, because was only 100 people in the audience. And, uh, you know, my <laughs> university lecturer, my best friend, my mother, everyone was there. <laughs> the show, so, it was. <laughs> that was definitely the most embarrassing
1: moment. It's pretty embarrassing, yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Cool, oh.
2: Which one to explain first? Probably uh, getting someone to eat a chip out of my belly oh. button. <laughs> that, that's going to be the
1: highlight. We were there that night as well. It um, was a quality event. <laughs>
2: that was. Uh, yeah. She never called me back. The <laughs> Girls only want me for one thing and it's disgusting. They just want to eat a chip out of my belly button and never call me back.
1: I just kept, the best thing about that was I just kept looking between you and your dad who was in the
0: audience. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, this is a proud moment of fatherhood. <laughs> well, dad's like,
2: oh, so I guess you're not
0: gay now.
1: <laughs> he gave you a big
0: hearty pat on the back. <laughs> I'm proud of you, theory. son. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> <you're a man. laughs> he doesn't have to come out the closet. Oh, well, what flavoured chip was it?
2: Oh, it was like a little just fries. It wasn't even my fries. Someone had bought them in the audience. I asked for one, and the chick just heckles me, and she goes, oh, yeah, I, I want a, I want a chip. And I was like, will you eat out my belly button or something? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. I was like, this is the best moment of my life. And uh, it's really hard because now every time I get a girlfriend, like I'm trying to reenact that scene. Just <laughs> <laughs> It's the only way I can come now is if a girl's eating a French <laughs> fry out my belly button. <laughs>
3: He just has to keep fries on the bedside table.
1: <laughs> Imagine you I'm you, meet a, you meet a girl in a club, unexpectedly get her home, and you like you open the freezer, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm out of curly fries." Oh,
0: gee. <laughs> <laughs> you can just put a whole potato in there instead. <laughs> Could you eat the jacket of potato off me instead? <laughs> yeah, that's a similar vibe. <laughs> potato skins oh. on the back. Yeah. Beautiful. Can't answer anything more than that. That's just a uh, yeah. I don't know where to go with that one, Matt. i top, <laughs> I'm top
1: of them, to be honest. Not yet.
0: No shit. No, okay. I certainly don't have a catalogue of work that could top that. Guys, have you got anything else you want to say or promote before we uh, we let you go off into the night?
2: Little Andromeda, eight pm, twenty eighth of November. He's
0: got the time wrong again. <laughs> no,
3: uh, it's and the time wrong it's little andromeda 8 30 p.m friday november 27th tickets <laughs> are $10 they're on sale now um tell all your friends
0: kum you're a marketer's nightmare i truly
3: am
2: no it's like people are gonna buy like, oh what date is it everyone loves a mystery so they're like oh is
3: it, <laughs> is it actually in october
2: <laughs> did we miss it and then they're all gonna come uh,
3: I'm thinking no, I might no, need to recast Coombe. I'm going to have to do Coombe and Friends without... Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: God. I'm now, replacing me. I'm now auditioning for the role of Coombe. <laughs> Craig Coombe and Friends.
2: <laughs> we just need Tim Shadbolt. He's the only person who could play me.
0: That's right. Tim Bolt. That's what he's <laughs> going to be renamed as. Everybody, anybody in the show has to have a Coom somewhere in their name.
1: Um, I'm really pleased that um, Coombe has uh, added something to the chat. I don't know whether it means that he wants us to say it out loud.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Say it to, to
0: everyone. <laughs> um, I don't even know what snake aids is. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever it is. That He's just a- shows how old I am, right? <laughs> I don't even
2: know what Snake Aids is. Oh, Matt, you know what Snake Aids is, right?
1: No, I've no idea, actually. <laughs> I was just kind of hope- playing along, hoping I'd find out and seem like one of the cool kids.
2: Yeah, no, no. It's, uh, it's a very deadly disease, and the only cure or is it, is uh, for $10 on the twenty 29th of November, <laughs> 8.30pm, Little Andromeda. twenty seventh. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> that's where you find the he, cure for his
3: flights wrong I see to him I said I'll get you on a gig on Thursday night and he goes I fly in on Friday and I'm like no you don't I booked your tickets you dumbass
2: I've also never traveled by myself and I'm scared for that moment
0: the country, if I'm honest. <laughs> do you need me to travel down there just to take you, Coombe? Is that what
2: you
1: need?
0: Yes,
2: I do want you to be my sugar daddy and take me to that Coru lounge or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, oh, mate, mate. I, I do actually live near the airport. If you want me to get you from your house, take you to the airport, I'm happy to do that.
2: Are we going to film a sip? Uh, is that where we're going to film the first episode of the pod culminators? <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah. You could please, actually, could you please do that just so I know he's going to get here on the time and live? <laughs> also, Matt, um, there is no Coral lounge because you're flying Jetstar, so don't expect too much.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. You don't even. Uh, you used to get on Jetstar, you used to get, depending on what time of the day you're flying, you used to get a biscuit and a. No, you don't. You don't even get that. Like any Zealand, you can uh, even get a glass of wine at certain times on the flight. But yeah, just like well, cool.
3: They actually hand out face masks now. Um, <laughs> oh, sweet. So I can nibble on that on
2: the
0: flight now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That'll be a cure for your snake aids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, having discovered a cure for snake aids. <laughs> I have to, I'm gonna to have to go and Google what this is and put a little <laughs> listeners I'll put a link in the sh- listeners I'll put a link in the show notes that explains what Snake AIDS is. Yes please. And <laughs> in, in, in the podcast bio when you say
2: Matt Coom comes to terms with the Snake AIDS. It That's the episode. Episode. <laughs> <It's annoying. laughs> episode nineteen and a half, Snake AIDS. <laughs> yep.
1: That's it, definitely. <laughs> well um thanks guys And I isn't, mean it, it, I did... seven isn't it just really? short
0: to snide
1: snide <laughs> snide now I know what you mean fuck snide if you said that in the first place
0: alright this shit we are going to promote the hell out of your show. Craig, if yes. you can send us the uh, link to the tickets, we'll add I all of that, that stuff and everything like that. Yeah, and we'll we pump the shit out of it for you.
1: Well, I might actually put the live video up as well. <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans <laughs> fans, real big coombs up constantly. Oh,
3: yeah, Make sure you put a link Bye. to uh, Matt only fans as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to post this everywhere. <laughs> nice one and we're also will provide links to the um shit pics as well.
2: Hi uh, the shit pics?
1: Yeah. Definitely.